So our theme this uh, semester, this session, if you would, is um, come to the altar. And our base scripture for this is Romans 12, 1, where Paul says uh, to the brethren, if you would, or to the, the people, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you would present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable. That's your reasonable service. And it goes on in verse 2, and it says, and be not transformed uh, to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, that word transformed, transformation, um, it just was really something that stood out to me. And there was a question as I was actually um, in the Word and I was just meditating on just some scriptures, and the Lord asked a question. He said, who are you becoming? Who are you becoming? And I said, whoa, okay. Because one of the things he was showing me is that as we come to the altar of the Lord and as we lay ourselves down as the living sacrifice and as we um, allow the word, right, to transform us, like who are we becoming? And and so here's a few things the Lord was showing me um, as, as kind of like challenging me as far as, you know, my transformation in him. And so I just felt that this was um, also a word for us this morning and this week. Who are you becoming? Because if we're becoming a better servant, is that truly where God wants you, right? Are you becoming a, a, a better, um, you know, uh, worker in the kingdom? I mean, he, he loves the servants and he loves those that work. But I believe the Lord wants us to get to this place of intimacy that we become laid down lovers of Jesus, that we become friends of God. Amen. And, and so, you know, we want to make sure that when we're coming to the altar, that we're not just coming and leaving the same. Come on, somebody. I'm going to say that again. When we come to the altar, when we come to this place, it's not for us to leave the way that we came in. It's for him to alter. It's for him to change. It's for him to transform, if you would, a transfiguration. And so in order to uh, become more like him, because that truly is the goal, that we're becoming more like him. Listen, we're not trying to idolize our favorite preacher. All right, now, we're not trying to mimic what we see um, on the platform. He says, you must become holy, amen, as I am holy. So who are you becoming in this process of coming to the altar? Who are you becoming? Who are you becoming? And so what happens is as we encounter him, as heaven comes, right, and the spirit of the living God falls on us, amen, we're changed and transformed. Think about that. Think about that. On the day of Pentecost, their actual language was changed. Whoa. Their language was changed. Can I just say this? If you have been touched by the Holy Spirit, by the fire of God, your language should be changed. Because it's not enough to be speaking in tongues and cursing somebody out. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. If, if God has 
touched you and he's transformed you and he's marked you, then there should be a change in you. Who are you becoming? So he took me to a moment of transformation. And and I believe we're going to be looking at this because Moses went through a transformation. He he went through a change. He was becoming uh, more and more like God, and we can see this through his journey. But there was a moment when he first met God in an incredible way. And can I just say this? God will meet you anywhere. He will meet you. He will um, mark you. It, it doesn't mean that it has to be only in a Sunday service. Come on. He'll meet you anywhere that you are calling for him, where you're saying, God, I, 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 I lay down my life. I, I lay down my will. I, I want heaven to come. I want heaven to manifest in my life. So here we are at Exodus 3. And the Bible says this in verse 1. It says, now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Now, this is what I want you to get here because I want you to really see this moment of encounter and, and how the, Moses was going through this transformation. You see, he was tending the flock. He was doing the work. He was working, right? He was actually um, doing something that wasn't necessarily going to be his calling, but it was where God had placed him. Come on. Um, Sometimes we don't necessarily go through the transformation that God wants us to because we don't feel like we're in the place God wants us, but he places us there for a reason, and he'll encounter you there, right? So don't despise small beginnings, amen? Don't despise small beginnings. Don't forget what the sheep smell like, and don't despise the, 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 the moments in the field, amen? God will have you in those places because he says, I want to encounter you there. And notice, he was in the back side of the desert. Back side of the desert. So he was in this dry place, a dry land, working and tending to the flock. And and it says that he as he was moving, he came to the mountain of God. This moment of encounter. I want to. I don't know who this is for, but I hear the Holy Spirit saying that there's some of you that feel that you're in the desert, you're in a dry place, that you haven't encountered God like you used to. But He says that even in this dry place, He says, "I will, I will meet you. I will encounter you." In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. He says, I will create rivers, come on, in the desert. That's encounter. That's encounter. 
Verse 2 says, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked, and behold, and the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn? Can I just say this? When God transforms you in this encounter, you're going to see things you've never seen before. And and what God is so wanting to restore to us as we're becoming, right? Because that's the question, who are you becoming? He's changing our eyesight. He's changing what we see. If you're still looking at the situation or even if you're still looking at God the way you've looked at him, take another look. Moses said these words. He said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. I will now turn aside and see. In other words, he he said, wait a minute, let let me really take a good look at what's going on. Because this bush is burning, but it's not burning up. I need to really go and take a, a real good look. You see, as you're becoming, you got to take a real good look at Jesus. I mean, really look at him. We move so fast, so quick. I mean, we're in even church services, and we're looking at the time. We're like, is this over? I got to go. Let me just clock in and clock out. And we approach God the same way. But I believe the Lord is saying as we're becoming and and changing and, and growing that we need to begin to stop and look. We need to begin to behold him. Behold him in all of his glory and all of his splendor. Don't move so fast so that you miss him. You miss the supernatural that is around you. Listen, there are signs. There are wonders. But if you're just moving so quick, you won't see it. And so he says, I want you to encounter heaven on earth. This is what happened in this moment with Moses. He was encountering the supernatural. And I just want to encourage you, behold him. Turn aside, as Moses said, and let me see what God is doing. So when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to look, God called him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. This is powerful. 
This is the moment of encounter. This is what happens when we behold him. When God sees you looking at him, he looks at you. (laughs) And he calls you out from among them. And he calls you out by name. Have you ever felt God looking at you? (laughs) He's looking at you. He's waiting for you to come to the altar, come to that burning bush, come to the encounter. He's waiting for you. He's been drawing you. He's been wooing you, right? Amen. And as you come and you begin to behold, because you're like, what is this that God is doing? Let me just just marinate in this. Let me just meditate on this. Let me just sit with him and behold his glory and behold his beauty and just rest in his presence. And it's that in that moment that he says, now I have you right where I want you. I want to encounter you. And he will call you by name. And the response should be, here I am. Here I am. Then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet. For the place where you stand is holy ground. So what God was showing me with this is that the question is, who are you becoming? And we approach God casually. We approach God as kind of like a secondary, if you would. And we have to remember he's a holy God. The sandals represent ourselves, ourself, our flesh. The sandals. Why did God tell Moses to take your sandals off? Because when you are in the presence of God, you cannot remain. (laughs) You got to take self off. This is why he was showing me that as we come to the altar every morning, who are you becoming? Or are you coming to this place and leaving the same way? And I continue to ask myself, God, where are the altars? Because I should not still be depressed if I'm at the altar of the Lord. I should not still be angry if I've been in the presence of God. Why am I still bitter? Why do I still have unforgiveness? Why? Who are you becoming in his presence? Who are you becoming in his glory? Who are you becoming at the altar? Take your sandals off. Take your will off. 
Take your plans off. Take your agenda off. You got to take that off. It's not that you're becoming who you want to become. It's almost like we use God as a way to justify our lifestyle. (laughs) No. Don't say, God bless my mess. Don't make things happen and then put God's name on it. Take your sandals off your feet and recognize that you're on holy ground. That when we're in the presence of the Lord, everything that matters is him, the only thing that matters. We must understand he's a holy God. So we cannot mix the things of this world with God. We've allowed it. We've justified it. And I just want to say the devil is a liar. God says, take your sandals off your feet. Scripture tells us who can ascend to the hill of the Lord? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart. clean hands, and a pure heart. So as we're at the altar, we're getting cleaned. We're getting purified so that we can encounter God. But you got to take the sandals off your feet. The sandals represent the flesh your desires, your schedule. I'll approach God on my own time when it's convenient, when I really need it. Instead of approaching him Always with the reverence and the awe of God. Who are you becoming? Are you becoming more and more like Him? Are you still having your sandals on? Do you still have your sandals on? Do you still have the hurt and the pain of the past? Do you still have the walls up? Do you still have those 
wrong, negative thoughts. When you look at yourself, do you still not love who God created? You see, you have to take your sandals off in order for God to transform you, change you, if you would, alter you. That's what the altar's for. It's to alter you. It's not so you could be a better version of yourself. It's not so you could be a better person, a better servant. It's so that you become like him. That's why God told Moses, Take off your sandals. You are on holy ground. This is an encounter. This is an encounter with the living God. Anyone Want to encounter him this morning? Take your sandals off your feet. Lay it down at the altar so that when you leave, you'll feel lighter. You can see brighter. And you'll be marked forever. Take the sandals off. <laughs> mm. So I just I, I just see the Lord is saying that each one of us has something that we continue to hold on to, even though we love the Lord, we, we, we um, come here every morning and we come to the altar and we are desperately seeking Jesus, but he's just saying like each and every one of us has something that we just have not let go of. And we come to the altar and we leave and we hold it. We keep holding it. But there's a reason why he wants you to let it go. He wants you to let it go. Because as he told Moses, I have an assignment for you. I have something I need you to do. So I need your heart to be pure. I need your thoughts to be pure. I need your heart to be pure. I need you to take your sandals off your feet. Because you are not going into this assignment. I am. 
So I have to mark you with my presence and my glory. So I need you to take those sandals off your feet. Because I can't send you into this assignment and you're still present. Because you'll take credit. You'll say it was me. And not understand that it was I that sent you. Take your sandals off your feet. So each one of us has that in our lives. I mean, I know. I know what it is. That's why God asked me that question. Who are you becoming? And my heart's desire is to become more holy as he is holy. I want to be holy as you are holy, Lord. So right now, I just believe, you know, like a prophetic moment, take your shoes off. If you have shoes on. <laughs> and if you don't, just, you know, take, take, just, you know, brush your feet off. Just, oh, <laughs> it's your Holy Spirit. Just say, I am taking that off, Jesus. I'm taking that off. Pride, I'm taking you off today. Fear, I'm taking you off today. Worry, I'm taking you off. And I'm standing on holy ground. I'm standing in his presence now. And all that doesn't matter. Because when I'm in your presence, God, I'm never the same again. I'm never the same again. Thank you, Jesus. And so who are you becoming? I'm becoming. I'm becoming more and more like what I'm beholding. Become what you behold. Remember that. Remember that Moses had to really take a good look because he had to become what he was beholding. As he saw that fire burning and that bush not being consumed, God wanted him to know that I was burning you, man of God. I was burning you and you will not be consumed. You will not be burned to the crisp. But my presence, my word will burn in you. It will be a continual flame. That will never burn out. Become what you're beholding. 
And if you're beholding something that is not of God, stop looking at it. Stop looking at it. Are you becoming bitter? Turn on CNN. Are you becoming fearful? Stop watching the news. Stop. Are are you becoming more like the world? Stop looking at the world. Stop looking to the world for your instruction. When we've been given an instruction how to live as believers, become what you behold. Behold him. Look at him. And take your sandals off your feet. Because you're on holy ground. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 